On this episode of Universal Orlando Explorers, we're talking all about Minion Land. Join us as we explore Universal Orlando. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Universal Land to Explorers podcast. I'm Kobe. I'm Holly. And together we're going to explore everything the Universal Orlando has to offer. As you heard in the teaser today, we are talking about Minion Land coming to Universal Studios. However, before we do that, Holly, where can everyone find us on social media? Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, as well as Twitter. And you can also support the show by joining our Patreon and becoming a patron. And when you do that, you will receive monthly AMAs, a thank you for becoming a patron shout out, a birthday shout out, as well as a sticker that you can put almost anywhere. All right, Holly, we had big news coming out today. So you ready to dive into this? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. News just broke today. We are recording, what day is today? Wednesday, May 17th. The news broke today. That Minion Land is officially coming to Universal Studios Florida, and I'm assuming that that's going to take away Production Central. It seems like it. Or, like, basically be a giant neighborhood within Production Central. Like, I guess Transformers and the entrance to the park is kind of its own thing, but other than that, right? Yeah. So more or less, product, most of Production Central is being e- eaten by Minion Land. I guess Rip Ride Rocket and Transformers will kind of be their own thing as well as the entrance. But semantics aside, we are getting Minion Land. Okay, so Universal put out an entire press release today. It is kind of lengthy, but it comes directly from them. So I'll just read it out and then we can kind of comment on it. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Universal Land Resort reveals all new details about Minion Land opening this summer at Universal Studios Florida. Expansive new land invites guests to step into the world of Illumination's hit animated films like Never Before and enjoy unique dining experiences like Minion Cafe, Bake My Day, and Papa Nana. Minion Land will also be home to new villain con Minion Blast attraction and more. Today, Universal Orlando Resort shares new details about all the ways guests can eat, laugh, and make mischief with the minions in the highly anticipated Minion Land on an Illumination Avenue, an immersive new area created in partnership between Universal's award-winning creative team and the acclaimed filmmakers from Illumination. Opening this summer at Universal Studios Florida, the new land expands upon the widely popular wildly popular Despicable Me Minion Mayhem attraction and will debut a new collection of experiences for guests of all ages inspired by the beloved Minions franchise. As soon as guests enter the land, they'll be greeted by a fun, photo-worthy Minion landmark key featuring 22 Minions before embarking on the mischief that awaits along Illumination Ave. From blasting their way to supervillain stardom in Illumination's villain con Minion Blast, to savoring tasty dishes at the Minion Cafe, to snacking on banana-flavored popcorn at Pop Banana, and meeting fan-favorite characters along the way, here are details about the exciting new experiences that await in Minion Land. Illumination's Villain Con Minion Blast. Guests can put their villainous skills to the test in Illumination's Villain Con Minion Blast, an all-new attraction where guests compete against each other at a fully interactive gaming experience that's so much fun, it's a crime. 
Afterward, guests exit through Evil Stuff, an all-new retail location where they can stock up on VillainCon and Minions merchandise. More details about VillainCon Minion Blast will be revealed soon. Alright, so that's a good stopping place. Is there anything kind of new that we... New thoughts that we have about this attraction? We've kind of talked about this a couple of times on the show. I was excited about it. I'm still excited about it. We know it's going to be a moving walkway type attraction but outside of that like there's not a ton in the way of details yet no not too much you see the uh, moving walkway and like one of the photos that they released and you get a look at the phasers i'm assuming that's the one that's going to be in the ride too Uh, where did you see that because you sent me a whole bunch of stuff and i didn't see any photo that looked like that oh i sent it oh that that I, w- I was just thinking that that was like concept art. Yeah, you're right. That does have the phaser in it. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I'm interested okay. to see how they kind of work. And it looks like, I don't know, you might be able to shoot some. Like in the bottom right corner, there's like a, a snowflake and like a fireball. So maybe there's like power-ups or something like that that you can shoot along the way. I don't know. It looks it looks like a lot of fun. I bet you there are power-ups, because even if you look at the phasers, it's two different colored blasts yeah. coming out of it. So maybe there's something with that. You have that eye for detail. I'm just like, oh, I saw the minions on a poster. Maybe you can even make it a fart gun. <laughs> I was kind of thinking that. That'd be fun. But more details to be revealed. I am excited for this attraction, though. But moving on. We have Illumination's Minion Cafe. It's minions in the kitchen, mischief in the dining room, and tons of tasty food at the new Illumination's Minion Cafe, the marquee dining location within Minionland. This immersive new eatery offers something for every palate and a highly entertaining dining experience that features three themed areas designed after beloved minions Kevin, Stuart, Bob, and Otto. The kitchen, where guests will get a glimpse of the equipment and gear the minions have used to whip up the cafe's menu. The break room, where guests can dine in the minions' break space that includes everything from office safety tips to a vending machine stocked with mischievous items. And the dining room, a vibrant space adorned with colorful artwork courtesy of the minions and more. Guests can also enjoy their meal on an outdoor patio that overlooks the fun of Minions Land. This sounds like so much fun. Yeah, yeah, all the spaces inside sound great. Yes, um, I love that you're going to kind of be where the minions dine in their break room. So kind of seeing like, you know, it's so fun to see what Universal's creative team thinks of, like imagining what their break room space would look like or what they would use to create these, you know, food items and stuff like that. I love it and I cannot wait to see it. I'm thinking about the Men in Black break room and it's getting me very excited for what this is going to look like. Yeah, I think that's my favorite. I think the dining room sounds like the least, you know, exciting of the three. I would say the break room sounds the best. And then the kitchen sounds really interesting, too. I really want to eat in this break room. Yeah. As far as the patio is concerned, it's going to be jammed. So good luck. I do just always look forward to seeing all the little um, nods to the movie that they're going to have. Kind of like in the queue for Minion Mayhem. They have like the little Minion door. All those little things. Wait, what? What? What minion door? In the queue to the right-hand side, there's like a little wood minion door. It's about like two feet tall. Are you serious? Yeah. You've never seen it? I guess I'm going to skip Minion Land and I'm just going to go to 
mini mayhem and start there. Yeah, it's really cute. All right, let's talk a little bit about this food. Just as eye-catching as Minion Cafe's incredibly themed surroundings is its delicious menu, the latest example of how Universal Orlando's award-winning culinary team continues to raise the bar when it comes to theme park dining. Guests of all ages can enjoy inventive, family-friendly fare featuring nearly 20 items inspired by memorable characters and staples from the Minions franchise, including eclectic Despicables, (laughs) that's hilarious, such as Otto's Noodle Bowl, Agnes's Honeymoon Soup, and Carl's Crispy Cauliflower, that's annoying to say. Delectable handhelds such as the steak and cheese ray. Also, That's hilarious. Also clever. <laughs> Adorable desserts such as Bob's Teddy Bear Chocolate Cream Puff. Why can't we just limit this to like three words or less? A kid's menu for the mini minions in the family that includes items like mini bosses, mega melt, and so much more. The minion cafe will also feature an express window with a limited menu for those looking to satisfy the mis- uh, to satisfy their cravings quickly and return to the mayhem in Minion Land. All right, I do like that there's a walk-up quick service option and that there's something a little more immersive. That's cool. And then this food sounds really interesting too. I know you were nervous. You were like, I hope it's not all banana flavored. So see, there's at least like four things that aren't banana flavored. Right. Or I'm assuming if there's something like with a banana sauce, maybe I can ask for it like without it or just learn to like bananas i really can't i like most fruits and i just can't one of these photos they showed um looked like little minion tater tots i want to say and they are adorable i'm gonna feel really bad eating them yeah you were sending those to me today you are so very fired up (laughs) we got some more food here we got bake my day Topped with a massive pink cupcake that's visible from anywhere in the land, Bake My Day is a whimsical retail location and bakery featuring a selection of minion-themed sweet treats, including cupcakes. Are these macarons? Is that what this is? I don't know. You know what? That's macarons? Th- yeah, I'm not saying it like that. I don't know. S'mores and more, along with exclusive minion-inspired merchandise like apparel, plush, drinkware, accessories, keychains, and more. All right, I like that. A bakery and a place to buy some swag. That's fine. Yes, I think it's That's hilarious cool. on the outside. This like cupcake with the minion and Have, his little like cannon up top. Is yeah, I was going to say. So funny. That came out, I think that was yesterday, the day before that like popped up. Yeah. It just looks super sweet. And honestly, like the ideal sweet shop, like bright pink, the striped awning. Super, super cute. For sure. So then we got Papa Nana. Banana flavored popcorn, anyone? This walk-up location features sweet and savory popcorn inspired by the Minions' love for bananas. Here, guests may also find an assortment of cute popcorn buckets, including the Minion selfie bucket. You know what? You're going to try this. I know I'm going to have to try You're going to try five kernels. But. <laughs> I just <laughs> you're not gonna like it, I'm but you're gonna try five. It, We're guess. not gonna do that bite a corner of a little piece of popcorn off. Be like, ah, it's gross. I just can't imagine it. I don't even think you're gonna try five pieces. I think you're gonna bite off a little corner of one little kernel. I'll try it. We should record my reaction and put it on there. It's not gonna be I'll positive. Try to, uh, no. What if I buy you the popcorn bucket? Would that work to kind of bribe you to trying a little more? A little more than five kernels? 
No, a little more than one section of a kernel. Yeah, that might do it. All right. <laughs> I can be bribed. Right, here we go. We got Freeze Ray Pops. Guests can cool off with a visit to Freeze Ray Pops featuring a variety of colorful popsicles inspired by Drew, the Minions, and Vector, along with beverages. I mean, this sounds pretty basic, but I'm excited to see how they theme it out and, it, you know, if they go with any kind of interesting flavors or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. I'm into it. It looks like the um, Pops place is going to be right to the... I shouldn't say right to the left. To the left of Bake My Day. I'm looking at the uh, the pictures here. And then it looks like the mobile pickup is going to be to the left of that. along the. Uh, so what pictures are you looking at? This is like the third time no. you've mentioned these pictures. <laughs> it was in the press release too. Can, can I see the picture? That would be wonderful. <sighs> no? All right. While you're yeah, figuring that yeah. out, I'll keep reading. We're on to our last four paragraphs here, three paragraphs. Illumination Theater. Guests can meet, greet, and interact with beloved characters like the Minions, Gru, Margot, Edith, and Agnes, plus new additions from the hit film Sing, Rosita, Gunther, and Johnny at an outdoor Illumination Theater facade. Guests can also discover murals, photo ops, and more throughout Minion Land that celebrate additional characters from popular Illumination films. Minions Land is yet another example of how Universal Destinations and Experiences is raising the bar on immersive storytelling for the entire family using beloved stories and franchises often seen in films. This follows exciting news earlier in the year where the company announced plans to build a -a one-of-a-kind original theme park for families with young children in Frisco, Texas. For more information about Universal Orlando Resort, visit UniversalOrlando.com. Now, give us our media... Event access. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Send us the invite. We did the advertising. We we did the whole thing. This has just (laughs) been a commercial. Safe track. No, not yet. No, no, no. Did you get the pictures? What? No, I got nothing. Don't text me. Okay. So looks like that illumination theater is going to be to the right of Bake My Day between that corner and the back of Transformers. Wait, what's going to be to the what of the who? The Illumination Theater. So I'm looking at the uh, there's a picture of a Bake My Day right in the middle. Oh, okay. I see this. All right. You see Illumination Theater to the right side there? All right. I'm, I'm starting to see this. Yep. And then in the picture that's got the whole facade here with Minion Cafe. It even looks like to the right of that, we have a little bank of evil here. Oh, yeah, that's what that is. That's yeah. cool. So I don't know if that's going to be its own thing or maybe just like part of what's inside of um, like the Minion Cafe. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Like in Springfield, they've got yeah, yeah, yeah. Cletus's Chicken Shack and all that. So. All right. So this looks fantastic. All right. So I guess at this point, I just want to talk a little bit about your your feelings on this, because this is going to completely reshape Production Central. It looks like Music Plaza is going to stay where it is. And obviously Transformers is still there. But outside of that, like Production Central's pretty much gone. Yeah. And obviously even... the entrance to the park is still themed to, you know, production studio, but it, it certainly lost a lot here. So how do you feel? I'm really excited for it. Yep. I think it's gonna be its own area. Um, where you're even gonna have this, you know, twenty two minion minion land signed sign right out front of it. 
it, it's going to be its whole whole new space. I think it's a good use of a small area. I think it's going to look great, nice and bright, really welcoming. And I, I don't think it's going to really impact New York that much because once you're past this minion area, it's still going to be all New York in front of you. Like, I don't really need that sight line, I don't think, you know, right from the entrance of the park. I also think you're going from a city-like environment to New York as opposed to walking off the back lot into New York. So, theming-wise, I mean, it's not right on par with New York, but, I mean, more than right. random. And Minion Mayhem was already there. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so you remember early on when people were not getting the gist of what this show was about and we were collecting negative reviews? Mm-hmm. One of the things was Kobe is condescending to the audience. Well, our audience is really smart and our audience kind of under seems to understand how the theme parks are kind of meant to work and kind of, uh, you know, cater a little bit to everything and everyone, right? Like give people. For sure. I, what, what am I trying to say? Basically, give people some of what they want, but try to make the parks more or less inclusive for everybody. So I've seen so many complaints about why are they doing Minions? I can't believe it. The Minions aren't even that great. They're not even popular. First of all, I don't know what planet you're living on, but this is one of the most massive franchises in the history of animation. Yes, I have a Minion water bottle at school. I could walk into a classroom and I get at least 10 kids saying, I love your water bottle. Oh my gosh. Love it. Love the minions. And I'm like, me too. I'm glad you mentioned that because I had a minion water bottle when I did my student teaching seven years ago and it had the same reaction. Yep. It is a massive franchise. Oh, and I did actually, and since we're on this subject, I did my student teaching five years after the original Despicable Me came out. Right. So this is a massive, massive franchise. The thought that like this isn't appealing to a wide variety of people, that then what's happening? Are people's wallets just walking to movie theaters? Like what what's happening? Your know. your debit card decided it wanted to go watch the movie, so it just jacked your car and went to the theater? <laughs> like like what's going on? And I I think Universal's got it here. They need something to appeal to the younger kids. Kids that might not be old enough to really enjoy or appreciate Harry Potter need something too. I think that they do like Jurassic Park to some extent, but they can't really go on Velocicoaster or maybe not even a river adventure. All right. So so to kind of stand like the, the subject of how like we need to have it cater to people and the parks have to change and evolve, right? Sure. We, got, we got this really nice review the other day. From this is a great name, Blue Go O W, and okay. it was a five star for us in Apple Podcasts. And this is what they wrote: In the mid nineteen nineties, which is the planning phase, both Universals were made up primarily of walkthrough attractions and shows: Twister, Ghostbusters, Murder She Wrote, Hitchcock, Backdraft, HHN Mazes, Wild 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 West Stunt Show, which was a great name by the way. <laughs> Animal actors, horror makeup. Interestingly. Even early Haunted Mansion planning at Disney was entirely walkthrough. And this was us talking about this. This review was coming on the heels of our Poseidon's Fury episode. And I think that this is a great example of, all right, 
Think about what the par- parks were designed around and think about what they are today. Production Central fit when they first opened studios. It made perfect sense. But in 2023, it doesn't. It needs to be something different. It was incredibly disjointed because you went from having attractions like Hitchcock that were themed around movie production and murder she wrote and things like that. And then you just ended up with, you ended up with Transformers and Shrek and it just, it, it didn't fit. And then you randomly have the music video roller coaster and now Minion Mayhem is jammed in there. Like it's not really production anything. There's just the studio buildings with a bunch of random attractions around them. This gives some some organization to the land. And I, I think it just makes it so much better. I'm I'm so excited about this. It definitely helps that I love the minions, but I think it really helps. <laughs> no, I do too. I think it's gonna look amazing. I can't wait. I sure do hope it's all open by um our trip in August. What do you well, okay. Give me a prediction on when this opens. Ooh. It'd have to be in phases, you think, right? Probably. What makes you say that? Mm, I think because there's just a lot of different things that have to open, right? Like the sweet shop, Minion Cafe, the store, and Minion Blast. A whole ride. But that's a lot of stuff just to kind of open all at once. I mean, isn't that what they did with Diagon Alley? Isn't that what they did with Hogsmeade? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, look, I don't I don't know anything. Like you you could be right, but to me it would seem weird to just I could see I could see Villaincon opening before everything else because it seems like that obviously got the biggest head start. Like the construction on right. that was clear before they were really doing much on Minion Cafe. That being said, building an entire ride, ride slash walkthrough is a lot more, you know, in, in, I, I don't know what word I'm trying involved, a lot more involved than building a restaurant. But I, I could see that opening up first, but I would say the rest of it has to be going right alongside it. But I kind of think it's going to go all at once. All right. I'm going to say July 31st. You're going to say July 31st? Yep. That, right, July is 31 days, right? Yep. Okay. I'm going to say, hmm. And by the way, these are actually just random guesses. So even right. if we're right, don't think that suddenly we know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how this works. Even if we're right, don't give us any credit. <laughs> I'm going to say July 1st. We're going to have Ooh. this thing ready for the 4th of July. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. I just explained that I don't know about that. <laughs> Plus, what, what, what am I going to say? I think it's going to open on August 25th, the day after we leave. Don't say that. Well, well, I guess we'll you... be back in a little bit. I mean, we're also back but like four days later. I would like it to be open for earlier than that. Uh, you know what I, I don't want to hear, though? You know what I'm not looking forward to? Oh, wait. One second. Do you know what Universal's probably going to do? What? Not announce an opening date and then just open. 
everything will be oh, open. Oh, that's such a we'll good prediction. We'll have to see if they open, if they announce an opening date, or if they're just let me, like, let me hedge that. Come on in. They're going to announce an opening date for VillainCon. They always announce opening dates for rides. rides. Okay. But I actually wouldn't even be that surprised if the rest of it opened alongside it and there was Just, no announcement <laughs> that that was going to happen. Whenever. <laughs> True universal style. No, what I was going to say, though, is I'm so not looking forward to the constant debate in on social media over what summer is, according to Universal. Oh, I know. Because, I don't know. So, you know, you got like, what is it, like June 21st, like September 21st or, you know, June 20th or something like that. Like, that's technically the range of summer. But like, you know that the theme parks consider summer to be when the kids are out of school. Right. So Florida schools start. And obviously, they don't want to open things in August. They want to open it during peak times when everyone's coming. But at the same time, you say summer because then if it gets delayed like the mummy... Right? right, because the mummy was definitely supposed. Remember, remember when we actually broke news? Yes, for the first time ever, we happened to be at studios the day that Rip Ride Rocket was supposed to go down for a refurbishment for several days, and it got canceled. Mm-hmm. So I went and I asked the TM at the front of the at the front of the line, and he basically said that the expectation from management was that mummy would have been open by then and so that they were going to basically pair the opening of mummy with the temporary closure of rip ride rocket when that didn't happen rip ride rockets refurbishment got put back pushed back until the mummy reopened so they were gonna have that thing open in mid-august at least and it just wasn't ready it opened up was it right before hhn right because you got on it because i got on it right so yeah I mean, who knows? I would anticipate, I'd be shocked if we got past July 31st with this thing not open. It seems like, it seems like when they say summer, they mean June. They mean sometime in June. And then usually like mid-July being the cutoff for like new attractions versus like a refurbishment with the mummy, which anything kind of go wrong. We'll see, but I'd be I'd be shocked if August first comes and this stuff isn't open. I would Just be a too. guess. Once again, it's a guess. So maybe July thirty first. <laughs> all right, you got anything else to add here? No, that is all. Can't wait. This is great news today. Absolutely. All right, folks. As always, thank you for listening. Join us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, what have you, if you want to continue the conversation. And as always, safe travels, explorers.